0: Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. This is the Eat, Sleep, Elite, Repeat Podcast. Your weekly AEW review and breakdown. Introducing first, the most electrified host in all of professional wrestling podcasts, Gnarly Charlie. Let's go. And the other half of our hosting duo, they call me the Duke. They call me the Digital Phantom. I'm the Duke of Derps, also known as Garrett.
1: The Digital Phantom
0: is live how's it going everybody uh before we get started here i just want to go ahead and do a couple of uh we're gonna call it spring cleaning even though it's fall fall cleaning whatever anyway um before we go ahead and get started make sure you guys go ahead if you're listening to this on itunes apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it and or spotify and or what is the third one again oh yeah google Podcasts. anyway i don't know i always ask you even though i know it off the top of my head anyway (laughs) um because i try because if i don't remember you'll probably just tell me but anyway. so go ahead and make sure you follow and or subscribe on that. And if you are feeling a little bit frisky today, eh, eh, but anyway, um, go funny. ahead and leave us a five-star review, a five-star Frog Splash review, as I've heard it referred to as in the past. Um, uh, not copyrighted, not spawned. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, um, fucking Rob Van Dam's going to sue us now. All right. All right. Botcher Mania already. No, but anyway. Um, but yeah. Anyway. um
1: Finn wasn't rolling yeah. papers there, bud.
0: Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get hit with the fucking book there, bud. But anyway, um, so yeah, so make sure you go ahead and do that, and uh, as well, if you are, uh, you know, just uh, you know, make sure you let your fans know we're doing this podcast if you if you want to get the get the love spread. But yeah, anyway, appreciate it, people. Absolutely, and um, did I I got everything pretty much at the top? Just before we move on, did I forget to say anything like the uh in the take care of that stuff? I think so I think we're good. Not, anyway, I think we're uh, I think we're good to go. How you doing, Garrett? Solid, solid. I'm chilling. That's the one thing I forgot to do. How are you doing today, Charlie? I'm doing lovely. Uh, it was a fun little week
1: weekend of wrestling. I'm gonna say because I I don't know if it's hockey or what that's causing the Wednesday thing, but if they keep putting on these banger Saturdays, I'm cool with it. I think it's
0: it's hockey and combination with with football and baseball now that TNT
1: is rolling with hockey uh I got a nice little crew set up too
0: it's kind of neat uh baseball playoffs are also going to affect some things but I don't think I don't think MLB playoffs really compete with wrestling anyway I mean there might be some crossover but um anyway um so yeah I mean there was a there was a lot of really fucking awesome wrestling this week uh, from AEW um but before uh we get into all that let's go ahead and talk about the things that well i guess we technically are getting into it so what who the fuck am i but um but yeah <laughs> let's go with our favorite things first i don't remember the i've lost the order of like we were doing like a, a tennis bounce back and forth who was doing it first i think you did last week but i'm not sure so people in the con- well we don't really have a comment section but uh people can uh, tweet at me oh we didn't do our twitter handles i'm at bane duke on twitter B a n e d u k e. go ahead and throw out your twitter handle charlie
1: yeah i'm O charlie and it's an x instead of an.
0: Alright. So yeah, go ahead and go tweet us at us if uh, if, if we if we're doing it in the wrong tell order. go but
1: fuck ourselves.
0: Exactly. Um if someone tweets us and says fuck you to me, it'll make my day. Exactly, because you know they listen to the show. Um <laughs> but yeah, so for me, for me, um they the thing that probably stood out the most to me, and I was not surprised by this because when this match was announced, I was like, I can't believe that's going on fucking YouTube, but like, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> but then we got Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki, the king, versus uh, obviously the American Dragon Brian Danielson, which was an absolute bloodbath, a slugfest. Um, I don't think I've seen, dude. There was a moment in this match. I don't know if you went back and watched the opening beginning of this match, Charlie, because um, I'm Definitely. gonna expose Charlie again. He he missed the beginning of this match because he wasn't watching the buy-in like a like a real mark um like me um <laughs> um, um but. No, know was was football at the time or something. I forget what it was, but um... what the hell was it? Oh, Blackhawks! Blackhawks! Oh, it was it was a Hawks game. Yeah, that makes sense. And cat, I I will slaughter you. <laughs> it was oh, cat. Just kidding! Oh, I'm not going to hurt the cat. Just kidding. You know. <laughs> this the, the eternal the eternal war with my cat will will we'll go on forever. I'm <laughs> going go out of my man. parents. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd right. was
1: hot for this match, dude.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, there was holy Um,
1: shit chance instantly.
0: Oh, yeah, which was awesome. The funniest thing to me was um, – or the funniest thing to me, like there was a spot – this is what I was about to talk about. There was a spot – I don't know if you saw at the beginning of the match where I wasn't sure how hard they were going to go with the strikes. I'm not sure that they were either when they first started the match, you know. Um, And he just drops Danielson with a forearm. And he just eats the canvas, and it's 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 either good selling or he just hit him really hard, which is either was kind of possible with Suzuki, you know. Like, um, this was a so, grueling fucking match. Yeah, there was a couple of strikes where I'm like, "Damn, bro, that hurt!" I think there was a couple. Like, there was one I think where uh, he caught Danielson on the chin, and he just, just levels him with a fucking forearm right after. Two. They are just like killing each other in this match. It's great. When I when I would
1: recommend people Minoru Suzuki matches, I would I was always trying to find like that perfect partner, and you know whether it's, I still
0: think that Ishii match was good. I was gonna
1: say whether it was Ishii or, or or whatnot. Now I think the one I'm gonna recommend is Brian Danielson, because when people want to watch someone like Minoru Suzuki, if they're like, "What the hell kind of wrestling style is that?" Like I've never seen that because that that does not exist usually in North
0: America. That yeah, wrestling North America style wrestling. does
1: not exist.
0: There's a reason why like Britain and Japan are known for strong style because that's generally where you see that kind of wrestling. And now this match had everything I could have
1: wanted in it, and it was Garrett. Let's 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 reiterate that it was a fucking buy-in on YouTube. Yeah. Thank you, Tony Khan. That's what I was saying. Like.
0: <laughs> But you know what I thought about this? So we had 30 minutes of SmackDown going head to head with Rampage, right? So this was Tony Khan's way of saying, no, we're not, we're getting an hour and a half of competition. That's the way I looked at this. Like, I
1: thought Taz had a line in there that he said, anyone who was watching cable rather than watching this on YouTube is a dumbass. Exactly. That was pretty good. I love it, man. The competition only makes the wrestling better at the end of the day.
0: And, uh, again, I don't know if you guys care about Dave Meltzer's opinion, but he believes we are now officially in a war. So um,
1: as if Meltzer's the one
0: saying that, then it must be true, you know? Um, I mean, who, who else has more – who else could say that? And we'd all be like, yeah, probably. Uh, the only person that's not going to agree with Meltzer's opinion on that is probably Vince, you know? But like, yeah,
1: Vince will –
0: yeah. So. He'll, he'll deny it as long as he can, but, you know he's making moves so he can shut up. Um <laughs> All right, so yeah, so that was so that was my favorite thing this week. So and, what, and real what,
1: quick, that uh, oh, okay. Danielson um, ends up winning that match with the flying knee.
0: So Yeah, I like that Suzuki has like been willing to lay down for AEW talent. It's good. Like um, he knows. Uh, Suzuki I believe is going to impact as well. So he's yeah, a little bit of a North North bring American, that up. Uh, I'm going to follow his impact run because yeah. by the way, um, we may we may cover Impact a little bit, probably not on. We may even come up with an Impact show. I might I might even do an out. Screw. It, maybe I'll do an hour on Impact every week. But um, maybe maybe I can get you to start watching that as well because the iconics are going to be there as well. So oh
1: yeah, you know. I you know I, I'm always I love talking about wrestling and it's fun to keep an eye on all the stuff that happens around. That's why I like to kind of you know I don't mind mentioning stuff like that when we do our news segment. Some some weeks we have a bunch. I mean, a couple weeks ago we were talking. You know, New Japan strong for thirty minutes. It felt like so. You know, sometimes oh, it's yeah. just the way it is. And real quick, speaking of New Japan strong or New Japan in general, Garrett, Mister Buddy Murphy, now going by Buddy Matthews, is going to New Japan, and I love that decision.
0: I do too. I I think it's the I guess one of the smarter things you can do right now to me, because Buddy Matthews is the kind of guy who can go
1: there, hone his craft, become a main event level talent, and then come when he comes back to North America, whether he's wrestling in New Japan or he's wrestling New Japan strong, either way, the way I'm looking at this, this is where he goes to hone the craft. And he will be a main eventer in one of these top North American promotions.
0: What's interesting is that, like, you think of all the all the top wrestlers that are in either AEW or WWE, and pretty much all of them, except for the homegrown WWE talent, which is only so many of them, have been to Japan and wrestled in other places like that before.
1: Yeah, dude, that's where really, That's really- one of the only ones
0: that I can think of that. I, I, if he did, it was a brief stint. Like, yeah, I don't that's think where you
1: perfect could, that craft, man.
0: So I think this is great for him. It'll definitely get him on the eyes of people like Tony Khan for sure, because like. Of course, you know. Paul Heyman loved this guy. So there's something
1: there. And then, so real quick, I'll go to my favorite of the week. Now, we had a lot to choose from. I think there was probably 10 things I could have picked from. We we had the Danielson match. But, you know, we we like to give you guys more than one option here. And this should be no surprise. If you've been following along, Malachi Black versus Dante Martin. I loved everything about this. Genuinely, I was just sitting there almost kind of like thinking to myself, is this my favorite thing in professional wrestling right now? Have I become that much of a Dante Martin mark already? It's possible. But seeing him out there with Leo, to me, just added so much to it, right? Okay. This match gets rolling fucking fast. We got... And I I, real quick, I want to cover the finish. So basically, Black has Martin in the Boston Crab. He goes the he releases the hold. Martin goes for another high spot maneuver, and real quick, the high spots in this were just, I mean, dude, it was it was next to nothing, man. It was constantly in the air. We joked we joked like two weeks ago about Ricochet versus Dante Martin might be a pure flight match. Like they might have to have the match in space. Yeah. The amount of times they went to the sky was just, it was next level.
0: This reminded me of, was there not a Ricochet versus um, Alistair Black match in NXT at one point? This reminded me of, of a match I don't like know, that. They,
1: they ended up tagging him, so I was, eh. I, I I like that tag. They even brought him up to the Raw as a tag, I believe.
0: Even if they didn't uh, actually have a match, like I it reminds me of like what that match would have looked like in my head. Like maybe I was fantasy yeah. booking that match in my head like cuz they weren't both on the main roster yet or something, so that makes sense. But yeah, I mean, so like this match was fun. What what I loved was what came right after the match though, which we'll get yes. to in a second.
1: So Black ends up hitting so um Dante Martin goes for that high spot maneuver. He misses. He hit it earlier in the match. He misses, and then Black hits the fucking cleanest Black Mass, pins Dante Martin, and then after the match, Malachi Black's walking up to the Oh, it it pans over to Leo Rush, who's just got this face of, like, bruh, or I told your ass. Like, he's one of them. (laughs) (laughs) After the match, you see Malachi Black walking back to the entrance area. He stops, and he nods in approval to so the match you just had with Dante Martin. You know what I like about AEW and Tony Khan right now, Garrett? They're not just going to forget about that. Every little thing like that has a meaning. There's a reason they did that.
0: Yeah. I have a feeling that if that they're going to play Dante Martin as this sort of like, he's not sure where he fits. So he's going to keep trying to go to different mentors. At first, it's going to be... um Leo Rush, obviously, which we'll get to in a second. Um, before that it was Matt Seidel. And next it'll be Malachi Black. After that, it'll probably be somebody else. Like I could see him ending up tied up with like that. And, and, and the he Pinnacle was already with his like brother that. at one point, and his brother got hurt. So there you go. So and I could see him getting tied up with a group like The Pinnacle or something like that, just because of how talented he is, you know. Incredibly um, talented. Yeah, this this so, to
1: me was it continues our trend of something we talk about each week dynamite opening with just a fun match you know as soon as that's literally what i have dynamite. written in my notes is
0: the words fun match that's so funny all right um you know what's easy what to what on dynamite. you're in for a good fun match to start the night man honestly and if they keep putting punk on rampage you, the same thing you know what i mean like
1: yeah agreed
0: all right so that was a stuff that we that we liked this week. Oh, but we did actually didn't touch on the thing that I actually wanted to touch on, which was we did actually so Tony Khan listens to our podcast, guys. Um, <laughs> he must. He because <laughs> we've been talking about for the last two weeks how it would be great to see Leo Rush and Dante Martin as a tag, just because in my head I just thought that their fucking styles just are perfect for, for the way that they both wrestle. And they both actually have a pretty good like the size wise. Leo looks-
1: is unbelievable on the mic and we really haven't heard Dante talk.
0: And Dante sounds like he's good, but I could almost see him doing, like, the thing, like, that um, Big Cass used to do, where, like, Enzo would do most of the talking, but he would come in with a few lines here and there. Like, he would think up a few, like, Coming in the course a of what couple of Yeah, you know, like, I could see Yeah, the like, stuff that probably Enzo was writing, but it doesn't really matter, you know, like, as long as he can deliver it. Um, I mean, I, I would love to see Leo writing some lines for him, um, but... Um, so, so, but seeing them officially teamed up and possibly tagging—I mean, I would love—I would not put it past uh, Tony Khan it, a week from not not necessarily next week, although it could be. But I would not put it past him to like book them in a match immediately as a tag team, you know? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, when
1: he delivered that line, Dante Martin has a new tag team partner. I
0: it popped me. I was I, like, no yeah, way. Same.
1: You know something I want to say about both these matches that we listed as our favorites of this week. Uh huh. I think they both have, especially Danielson versus Suzuki, tremendous rewatch value.
0: Oh yeah, I'm, I'm like, probably it's not up. every
1: week you can say that about matches. But dude, I think both of these, whether it's it's the two legends going at it, or if in two years we're like, whoa, Dante and, Ma- and Malika already had this feud. What? what? And we're like looking at it. We're like, whoa. You know, certain matches just have that rewatch value.
0: You know, what's funny when, when they had Malachi Black be the person that came out to answer Dante's challenge, I just thought to myself, this is how, you know, that Tony Khan understands good wrestling booking, because when you think about who you would want Dante to face in a singles feud, it has to be somebody that's going to elevate him, but also needs a win over a credible superstar because they've been building up Dante over the last few months as this credible single superstar, you know?
1: Yeah. and I, And I'm not trying to pick on him when I say this, he could have just thrown out Lance Archer. And we would have all been like, well, here's the difference here. We knew Malachi was going to win. And just like we knew, we would have known Lance Archer was going to win. But the difference is, Dante works so well with Malachi and they just, I don't know. There's a difference in it. There's a difference between sending the, letting the fans get Malachi Black vs. Dante or Lance Archer versus Dante right now.
0: Yeah, it just needs to be somebody that doesn't necessarily, because you can't put, I don't think you need putting Malachi in the title scene anytime soon, at least not relatively soon, like, right?
1: Like Lance Archer, and Miro, and a couple of the guys, they need to be protected a little bit right oh now. Oh
0: gosh, you just said a great, a fun match that I want to see. Lance Archer versus Miro, my fucking god.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'd be a bloodbath.
0: Jesus, Miro might actually die. I am not a fan of Lance die.
1: Archer's matchup in the tournament. We'll talk about, we'll get into our tournament later on, guys, but that is, I'm just going to start it off by saying that.
0: <laughs> All right. Um but yeah, so let's so oh. get, uh, yeah, that was good. So uh, before we uh move on to the rest of the stuff on Dynamite and Rampage, we're going to do what we normally do and that's going to talk about the I mean it's I what do we want to call it? Like well, we'll just talk about uh AW Dark and Dark Elevation. I don't know how we have Yeah, getting to the results of it.
1: these shows cuz they matter going into the week. It is a, it's important to know the results and just it kind of helps cuz the records matter here.
0: Or so, so they say uh, – so starting out with Elevation, right? Yep. All right, go ahead.
1: Yeah, we had uh, Penelope Ford with The Bunny. Wait, who? <laughs> Penelope Ford wins via submission. She is 29-13. And, and then we had Santana and Ortiz pick up a dub. FTR with Wardlow facing Lee Moriarty and LSG. The fuck was this entrance music? <laughs> so, funny you bring that up, actually. This is FTR's new entrance music, and it is a play on the Midnight Express's entrance music.
0: I, I know. I just it was yep. it's it's actually was really cool. It popped the shit out of me when I, I heard was. It. It either, like I was not expecting it either, my friend. I tag to you. Yeah. I was like, I love it. I love it. I just it.
1: fucking love FTR. Okay.
0: Watch, watch, a year from now they're gonna decide to have no entrance music like old school wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like, Dude.
1: like. <laughs> So FTR win via pinfall again, guys. Dark elevation with FTR or just dark in general, when FTR is on it, I'm not kidding you. It doesn't matter who they're facing. They're going to actually wrestle
0: them. Dude, you know, what's funny. They like look like week happy. five of saying this and <laughs> they look happy to be out there. Yeah. Like I, I was shocked. What, uh, what is it? Dax looked just absolutely just chuffed to be out there. Like, he was just like, or that's probably the wrong term. He looked just absolutely like he was having a ball out there. Oh, he was having this, like I just I love seeing that because they looked so depressed all the time when they were on Raw. Like,
1: yeah, dude, they'd they love it, man. And they had a good week. Uh, our fourth match we have Tanara Conti with Anna Jay picking up a victory. Tanara Conti Garrett forty and seven.
0: I will, I I didn't really pay attention to much of the actual match in this one. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, and
1: then we, Joey Janela <laughs> back on dark with Kayla, his new uh, his new hench henchwoman Kayla Rossi. Facing ECW's crowbar, nice little, nice little uh, way to get that in there. I love that they do this on dark and stuff. Uh,
0: Joey they ever tag Joey Janela with the Briscoes because I feel like that look would be like great.
1: That would be something. Uh, <laughs> Think again, about it. Kayla Rossi has this twisting corkscrew splash. Okay, there's something there. That's all I'm gonna say. There's something there. Ruby Soho versus Emi Sakura on a dark elevation. Good match. Ruby Soho picks up the victory. She's now 3-1. and one. As Britt Baker says, back of the line. And our main event, eight-man yeah. tag. Private Party, the Butcher and the Blade. Versus Chuck Taylor, Wheeler Yuta, Lee Johnson, and Brock Anderson with Chris Statlander. Fun little main event. Yeah, I think, uh, to me, uh, he sticks out a lot every time I see him. And that's Wheeler Yuta. I'm a little disappointed in what they did with him this week. But I... Um, Private Party, The Butcher and the Blade pick up the victory. So, Garrett, I I can't believe I'm going to say this. The HFO won? They they actually beat a team that signed?
0: I know. I know.
1: Feels like it's been a little bit.
0: <laughs> um, what was the opening match on, on Elevation again? Because that one, I something about it stood out to me. I can't remember what it was. Penelope Ford and the Bunny? Uh no so maybe maybe oh so maybe it wasn't the opening match there was no, oh, the first men's match on the card um hmm. was there not a men's singles match maybe there wasn't Janela versus Crowbar um, maybe there wasn't maybe it was on the other it, show it, it was on dark uh, we'll hop
1: into dark right now all right Garrett and now we're on to AEW dark this week uh in our opening match man Sean Dean taking on Andrew Lockhart Sean Dean was two and thirty nine going into this. Picks up a victory, three and thirty nine, um, and so, yeah. What would you think of
0: Sean Dean? I, I thought it was. I thought he was an interestingly. Like, I thought the way that he worked suggested to me that he probably has more in his arsenal. They're just not allowing him to use. And I will say that was something I was a little disappointed with with Dark. It does seem like they're holding some people back. Um, yeah, just,
1: just kind of like uh, yeah, just tossing them out there, getting them on TV to get a get started.
0: Yeah, but I wish they could think. I, I get that if you're. But if you're going to do that, I feel like let them do what they can do. Maybe not everything that they can do, but a lot of what they can do, which it felt like that's what they let Sean do here. So I feel like I got a good idea of yeah. what he can do in the ring. But not like – they didn't give away every every spot like you do when you're building up somebody on WWE or something. But um, Definitely. It, yeah, something I, I think there, he has man, potential. And he yeah, has and potential. picking up
1: a victory here hopefully can lead to something. Um, We had – I believe this is Kylan King. She picked up a victory. We went on to watch like
0: this match. Yeah, I actually like that match. Actually, Kaitlyn King seemed interesting to me. Yeah, she uh seemed like the crowd was into it too. Like that's that's what I was interested in. Like, which is you know it's got to be hard to do that because they film these after they do Dan Dynamites and Rampages, right? Like, so um, this one was from Universal Studios. So. Okay. Uh,
1: this was all on its own. Because
0: they, they just film all of it, right? And then they release it whenever they Yeah, so Dark, whenever they, they feel they've like, been right? loading
1: up. And uh speaking of Dark, oh, I'll do that right after. Something kind of okay. cool. Um, Wardlow uh, then picks up a victory in the third match. In our main event, Garrett, Evil Uno versus Anthony Green. Anthony Green on TV again. He's in the main events of Dark. He's totally um, getting signed. He, he has to, man. Plus, we always talk about, I mean, we, we kind of mentioned it with Sean Dini at the look. Sean Dean has a great look. Anthony Green has a look. There's something <laughs> there. There is something there.
0: Dude, I almost feel like Anthony Green has the perfect look to be like, if if the super click ever broke up, to be like the third Young Buck or something. like. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's <laughs> like, the, a, as the, like the way his game thing. looks, you
0: know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, anyway, like, I don't know, anyway. this this
1: funny. Ivaluno really, picks like, up that victory, so good for Ivaluno. Um, a fun little, fun little match. Evil Luna was out there with Colt Cabana. Um, all in all, Dark Dark was all right this week. Just four matches. Um, but this kind of piggybacks off something we were going to talk about.
0: Who does Evil Luna tag with in, like, regular tag matches?
1: Uh, Stu Grayson was the original one. So, okay. I just was, didn't know. When they were in PWG and all that, and it was always Stu Grayson.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Okay.
1: So, um, we were showing some advertising for uh, – the upcoming um, Universal Studios tapings. This is something I mentioned to you earlier, but I didn't say who it was. So two of the names that are going to be there. So these guys are going to be on Dark in the coming weeks. All right. Brian Danielson. And
0: okay. Adam
1: Cole,
0: baby. Oh, wait, wrong music.
1: <laughs> Shock.
0: No. So Adam Cole and
1: such a great theme by the way that um i I fell asleep the other day at spotify and that song is what woke me up shout out awesome here comes the boom Uh, (laughs) but no dark and dark elevation you know as we like to say guys it's good to get the results from them it's just kind of because the storylines do they they do try and make it feel like they matter
0: i'm going to watch this week's because full disclosure we obviously recorded this on monday morning um, I I recorded, the, uh, I'm about to go watch the current elevation that just came out like literally a few hours ago. So yeah, after we get done here.
1: So uh, this week, Garrett Rampage was before Dynamite.
0: Yeah, which was a little weird. I'm not going to lie. Having an hour of wrestling before two hours of wrestling was a little weird, but, um, but at the same time, it almost was a two hour wrestling show because
1: as we because mentioned last the week, yeah, Tony Khan had a buy-in on YouTube. And to, to start us off, we had Tay Conti with Anna Jay versus Santana Garrett. And we kind of mentioned a couple weeks ago, Santana Garrett, um, one of Dude, the NXT releases. That, she looked
0: green in this match. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> she was one of the NXT releases that uh, ended up going on to AEW Dark Wrestling, I believe, Big
0: Swole. And that's not a knock, by the way. I don't know what green looks like, but it just didn't look like they knew what they wanted to do. Like, Yeah.
1: No, it it was – yeah, this was kind of just a, a whatever match. I feel like this is, again, them trying to warm us up to Tay Conti because I, I have a creeping suspicion Tay Conti is going to be Britt
0: Baker's opponent at uh, Full Gear. So – Would you like to hear my prediction about Santana Garrett, though? Sure. Based on look and performance in this match – gonna be one of the most over female superstars eventually people like her man i'm saying this just now i just a vibe that i get you know how sometimes i get a vibe about a wrestler like how for a while ago it was thunder rosa like i was like this person's gonna be huge
1: yeah she they called her up to from the main to the main roster in wwe and never used her and just cut her ass so so they I would, saw I something like at that. one point and then i see it now we get a video package for the upcoming six-man tag team yeah 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 Bobby Fish versus Lee Moriarty, Garrett. This is, um, I, I was seeing online, that people are kind of saying this is almost a dream match a little bit between technicians, two technicians. People have been wanting to see this match. Lee Moriarty has a, a growing fan
0: base, and obviously so does Fish. So any, what, how'd you think of this one? So I liked it. It was it was a good match. It was very technical, like they said. I wish they had done a little bit more mat wrestling. Um, I, loved, I love when two technical guys can do that. Maybe that's just not Bobby Fish's or Lee Moriarty's thing. Um, but I liked what they were able to put together. Um, presumably on short notice too, cause he put these gatches together the week of, you know? Um, so yeah, like, it ended up
1: creating a good show.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I think, um, I think it's good that you can, you know, it, it makes the talent look good. It makes a W look really cool and different that they had two people wrestling back to back nights, you know, like that. Um, so it's, it's cool to me like that they're able to throw together a match like this on like, and it's not just, and Tony Khan has said this, throwing together a dream match for the sake of a dream match. Yeah, and He's throwing it on so the card because He wants thing. to have that match, you know?
1: Yeah. It was nice to see fish pick up the victory too. Yeah, absolutely. Get and that then, win back. Yeah. And then we go Danielson Suzuki, which we talked about. We get a little hype video and then it's time for AEW rampage. Garrett, Rampage opens us up with CM Punk versus Matt Seidel. Tell me. Wow. What, what'd you think about this one?
0: So um I I got I God, there had to have been TV matches on Raw or SmackDown, or me, even the ECW brand back in the day where they these two had matches, but I can't specifically remember them. But the build up package that they did on the buy in for this, where they went back, and I guess it's over the course of like I think they said like seven, not 17 years, maybe it was stupid amount of time that these guys have been wrestling each other for like, um, which is hilarious because you know, you don't realize even when you know, you think, you know, people's indie careers. Cause you've like looked through Wikipedia and like the pro wrestling fandom wikis and stuff like that. And you think, you know, everything, but you really don't because like, I had no idea about all this. Like they, one of the first big matches that was ever wrestled by Seidel was with punk. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's funny how many careers that CM Punk has actually touched. Like, when he was an indie wrestler, you know, like you would, it's not like he can take responsibility for all of it, but like, he could definitely say like, look at all these people that I wrestled against before I ever got here. So when he says something like I was asleep for all those years and now I'm awake again, I'm back to being a pro wrestler. He's kind oh, of not wrong. Feel, yeah, it does feel legit and it feels believable. Jeez, yeah. Park I was just so ridiculous. Like he's had such a prolific career. Go ahead.
1: I, I really like this match. I think, I'm liking that this is with both Punk and Danielson. They're not just throwing them out there to beat someone in two minutes. Yeah, absolutely. I, CM Punk went should... out there, had a 20-minute wrestling match with Matt Seidel, made Matt Seidel look good. This is, this is my favorite match I've seen from Seidel since, since I've been watching him in AEW. And I just, I, I, again, I feel like it elevated both of them. Well, I mean, you can't really elevate Punk, but you know what I mean? No, yeah, punk's, <laughs>
0: punk's like in the next stratosphere, but like, like Just, but yeah, Ritz I mean, is, like.
1: If if this is the, the rampage cycle we get, CM Punk wrestling on it, you know, or uh, go CM Punk oh. and Link Orange Cassidy the next. If these Ooh. are the way we piggyback, I'm cool, man.
0: Okay. <laughs> Before we move on from this, I do want to say I love the way that they're booking Punk right now, which is that. He, because of all the CM Punk chants and the fact that he's so over every city he goes into, they're pretend they're, they're making it out, and they're correct in doing this. I think that wherever he goes, he has home field advantage. Even in your hometown, he has the home field advantage, which is a fucking brilliant storyline. If you ask me,
1: yeah, good, good way to put that over. Um, Punk gets the win with the GTS flush. One, two, three. We go. Commercial break. Dark Order
0: challenges the Young Bucks. Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention that. It was a no-commercial-break match. That was the big deal. The opening 30 minutes of the show was commercial three. So, you know. Yeah. Oh, um, Punk back in uh, shorts, by the way. He's got to pick one, bro. I'm sorry.
1: No, man, it's the ever-changing ever changing love story. No, it, and then no. we go into Ruby Soho versus the Bunny. Who? Soho picks up this victory. Who? But um, this was a quick – it was quicker than I think I, pre- I anticipated. But at the same time it kind of makes sense. Again, I'm not sure the direction with the bunny that they're going. I think the bunny I think they just see her as like a heel right. that they don't mind putting over.
0: True. We need to get that New Day Who uh the when they go who whenever the bunny gets brought up. <laughs> yeah sound bite. I'm sorry, bunny. You you're actually great. I just I the name ongoing fun joke,
1: <laughs> but yeah. Um, Soho hits her finisher. Soho's got a fun little finisher. So, Soho, a couple wins this week. You know, I'm sniffing with that. Some TBS tournament, I feel
0: like that's like, not yeah, a surprise. I'm so confused with this TBS tournament. What the hell are they doing? Like, we get our
1: bracket next week.
0: I mean, yeah, so they're going to be running, so it's funny, like, I did see someone make the accusation that it's like, oh, there's a women's tournament and a men's tournament on AEW now, because there's one on WWE, and I'm like, yeah, they're not really uh, the same thing, though, like, the King of the Ring doesn't get a title shot, usually, like, not always, anyway, like, so, I I think, uh, yeah, most importantly, after
1: the match, we got Penelope Ford attacking Soho from behind, she tosses her, and then... She lays her out with a pair of brass knuckles.
0: It's, it's a weird spot so. in 2021. There like used to be a common wrestling spot, I feel like, in the extreme wrestling days, and I just I feel like we haven't seen brass knuckles in a while.
1: Yeah, we get commentary running down next week, and then before the match, Dan Lambert grabs a mic. Gary <laughs> yeah. he was getting booed out of oh, the building goodness. this weekend, man. Holy hell. It was <laughs> pretty good. He complains about them singing Jericho's music, which sets up our main event. Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, and Sammy Guevara versus the Men of the Year and Junior Dos Santos. And Jorge Mazdal and Dan Lambert are also out there. Um, Scorpio Sky and uh, Sammy Guevara started off the match, which I don't think you could have done that any better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think they did a good job of protecting Dos Santos. And yes. since he's such a big guy, he can get away with the slow hits. at the same time, mm-hmm. I, I feel like he's he doesn't want to actually clock someone. So having no. him go with Hager and kind of them being the ones to exchange the blows and end up, end with the table spot like they did, I thought it looked really good.
0: Yeah, actually, that was that was a smart way to get to get uh, get him out of the match without sacrificing what monster ability because you want every mma fighter that you have wrestle to just be like this imminent threat that could constantly end the match with one strike you know so you don't want them to seem like too weak like a table is a good way like tables for some reason are like they do infinite damage in wrestling you know Like, like
1: yeah i think to me scorpio sky and sammy guevara stick out in this um, the finish, real quick. I'll just kind of run through how it happens. The finish. And Jericho's
0: health bars lasted longer. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, the
1: finish. Uh, <laughs> it it's a little interesting. So Jericho and Sky end up being the legal men in the ring. Sky goes for the TKO. Jericho counters with his walls of Jericho. Paige Van Zant hits the ring. She distracts Aubrey Edwards by jumping on the guardrail and Jorge Masvidal Garrett. He missed Jericho by a good foot. Um, he knocks Jericho <laughs> out with a flying knee. But uh, the sky goes for the cover, and they get the win. I, g- I love the decision of Scorpio Sky getting the win. Unfortunately, Masvidal didn't hit his knee as good as last week. But
0: Jericho, you know, he knows he played it off great. I mean, it's got to be hard. because with with that, it's got to be like because you don't want to connect with it every time because that could be dangerous. You know, yeah. like. Like, I, think, I think the camera angle didn't do it any justice either. Yeah, the camera angles. they just got to work on that. Like, they may even, yeah. I mean, it may a be bit of a to their advantage there. to have that one practice. Like, maybe have, like, somebody who can, like, uh, that that you're not intending. Or maybe just throwing it at nothing just so that is you this, can get the angle right. Is you know? like, setting
1: up a Masvidal versus Jericho? You think? Or is, is that just kind of... an interesting
0: match. I don't think that... Um, I'm not sure that UFC is going to let an active star compete, but I have no idea. Yeah, I don't but, like, know. I
1: mean, they're letting them on TV. I mean, hey, they clearly have something with America Top Team. Um, after the match, absolutely. Um. So yeah, the story I think is this feud's not ending. That's after the. I match, think it's leading died. to
0: Dos Santos, or, or sorry, to uh, you know, to Dos Santos versus uh, Hager at one point. It's especially too like I think cool that's too. probably a match that will probably get um potentially. But yeah, so go they ahead. all
1: just start beating down Jericho even more. Um, Van Zant's taking selfies. Sky's posing for pictures. Paige is playing up the crowd, but Santana and Ortiz come down to make the save. And they all clear the ring, so the inner circle is fully together and they're standing tall together. So that was kind of a fun little way to run Rampage. We've been joking for weeks how you know with Sammy Guevara was practically a dead fucking corpse just shit laying there. And then they finally showed up. So it's nice to see the inner circle back. I mean this this was the first dynamite group that they formed, so
0: yeah it, it makes sense to keep them as as like the main stable especially if you're ever going to introduce trio's titles like i feel like they have to get like involved in that because they were the first more than th- like more major faction in the company um i mean the elite but they, they, everyone knew who they were before like you know like so i don't know if that, yeah. that's the same thing like anyway do, do you like the the decision
1: to have men of the year and men of the year win this
0: uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because then you can keep the feud going like if you if you have the heels loose at any point when they're this hot, uh, they're probably they have to move on to something else, presumably, right? Like yeah, so. making them
1: look better each and every week. So all in all with the buy-in and rampage, Garrett, thumbs up or thumbs down. where are you at?
0: how How was uh, rampage this week? I mean, the rampage itself, I don't think was spectacular, but it wasn't bad. So I think I'll give it a thumbs up this week um because still buy yeah. – bought a lot of this it was hard to follow that Suzuki match. man. <laughs> it really was like, how are you going to follow that? And then like punk inside, that all crowd was like,
1: blessed, man, going straight yeah. from Danielson versus Suzuki to CM punk. I am jealous. Um, yeah, yeah. Again, rampage, our wrestling, man, it sings. It's that's to me, that's the best way you can do it. The buy-in was great as well. So thumbs up for rampage. And I think this is the first of our two Saturday night dynamites, Garrett, Mm-hmm. We open up with, it's Saturday night. You know what that means? I love that, man. Mm-hmm. I love that they honor Brody Lee every single time they intro Dynamite and Rampage. Yep. Um, uh, First match was when we talked about with Malachi Black versus Dante Barton. Fun stuff. Yeah, so, after that match, we go to a promo with Jurassic Express. They talk about how their injuries, where Christian is out. Then they get, they get laid out by Kenny Omega.
0: And, uh, <laughs> the power bomb spot gets, gets its justice.
1: <laughs> BTE. Uh, what were we saying about BTE earlier?
0: <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So they tried to power bomb Masatsugu on, uh, on BTE. It didn't work out. Couldn't do it. Um, yeah, I took the bump like a real, like a real true worker. Um, you know, but, uh, did not end up taking the power bomb, and it was really funny. And it was one of those really weird camera angle segments that, that, the Bucks do where they look like they're jizzing their pants. Um
1: I fucking love it.
0: I don't I don't understand it at all. It's, it's hilarious though. Um because <laughs> they're clearly just having a good time. Which is funny, because it seems counter to like if you listen to them talk. That doesn't seem like the kind of thing they'd be into, but they are. It's fucking weird. But anyway, um yeah, but that was really funny. Um But yeah, I know. Uh, uh BTE this week was just hilarious with all the shoot names and stuff like that. Like anyway, um, I just I enjoy a good uh, shattering of the fourth wall, like the like you know, like the rest of everybody. But like, man, yeah. it was just it, it, this, this this segment this is, is kind just of the, feels like, like little a BTE funny, like. segments that we get. You know this yeah like, that's what it felt it's like, like. A little reference. If you watch BTE, you're like, oh okay, like they finally did it. Like you know, this, and I gotta nice say, week long meme like
1: CM Punk had a great line on commentary. So CM Punk references that the Young Bucks were accused this week of wearing fake Jordans which was uh, a little bit of back and forth between the Young Bucks and WWE's top dollar on Twitter from Hit Row. So that was kind of funny. I love that they're uh, doing that.
0: <laughs> I love that. That's funny. It, it is funny because, like, you know, I wouldn't put it past the Bucks to literally do that, just, like, on purpose so that people would call them on it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like because it would be cr- just to create the just to create the controversy, because, I, you know, like, or they just got, or, like, as Punk said, they just thought that they were buying real Jordans and they weren't. You know what I mean? Like um which is possible which also that was like a little bit of backward promotion for the little thing that cm punk did where he went off and bought jordan's for like press or whatever you know um so it's like it's it's nice little tie-ins there i like it it's good business you know
1: oh yeah so um we jump into inner circle with an in-ring debut the crowd is chanting for jericho santana starts the promo America Top Team comes out and this guy is just getting slammed. <laughs> I actually think this feud is helping out Dan Lambert and the fellas of Men of the Year. And I wasn't feeling it at first, but now I'm actually hearing this reaction, I think it's working.
0: He it just has so much heat, and I think it's transferred from go away heat to like, we actually hate you heat. Like just yeah. go away. Not go away. No, not go away. Like, we hate you. We want to see you die in a fire heat. You know, like, whatever yeah. that is. Um, so there was some back, is...
1: there was a lot of back and forth. Eventually, it ends up being Jericho challenges them to a 10-man tag team match. Dan Lambert criticizes them all. Scorpio Sky, I like this, Garrett, mentions he pinned the GOAT twice. I like that. Sky says he wants a shot at the AEW Tag Team Championship. Absolutely, fucking lutely you do. Yes, sir. So, yeah. From Push Scorpio S guy to the moon. 100%. Triple A Tag Team Championship match Lucha Bros versus Las Superanas.
0: <laughs> I, I, by the way,
1: really, FTR. My favorite commentary. thing
0: about CM Punk on commentary is how if something is stupid, he will just fucking bury it. I love <laughs> it.
1: It was like. Maybe two minutes in, and he's like, What are we doing, guys? It's obviously FTR. He
0: was like, This is some carny wrestling bullshit. That was good. good. I'm not here for it. And I was like, Man, when it first
1: started, I remember thinking, I was like, I mean, whoever the fuck this is, this guy's clearly doing good. So I I remember I was telling my roommate, I was like,
0: I was with Punk. (laughs) I was like, I was like, Well, this is
1: one of these guys is clearly a white dude. Because I was like, You can just tell by the skin and the hair. I'm like, So. I don't know what the fuck they're about to do with this. And then, okay. start, and then they start wrestling really good in the ring. I'm like, wait a minute. And then Punk obviously says, it didn't click for me right away. It really didn't click that it was FTR right away. And then when Punk started saying that, okay, I'm like, I'm oh, sorry. God, I'm an idiot.
0: I'm gonna, D- Dax Harwood has, like, the – I'm not trying to make fun of the guy, but he has a specific build, bro, and you could see it through the fucking outfit. I mean, like- looking
1: back on it now, I feel dumb that I didn't re- recognize it, but –
0: like yeah, his still. shoulders are specifically shaped. And the, I would, because I watched so many NXT matches with him, we'll never not know what that looks like. You know what I mean? Like,
1: Yeah. So, um, basically, once FTR got control, they didn't stop. And FTR ended up using the AAA title belt as a weapon. Dax Harwood pins Phoenix. Real quick. Phoenix. Every se- It doesn't matter. It can be a quick little match like this. It can be a big one, a 1v1. Ray Phoenix is so good. Yeah. He's just, he, Ray Phoenix is that next level. He, I really think he's up there. Like, I, I want to see him face like Danielson or Kenny Omega.
0: What's I mean. crazy is that they will break them up eventually because they're both individually great singles wrestlers. Yeah. So, Phoenix, I, Phoenix
1: could be a world champion, man,
0: easily. Absolutely. I could see, I could see Pentagon being like a long term TNT champion too. Yeah. Like, or, or even a world champion. I could see them being. I could see them both doing both. I could see them like going. Uh, them finding. Uh, who would you put with them as their third? Though, like, I'm trying to think. Who do you put as their third tag member if they go for trios? Like, oh, it'd be Pac Death Triangle. Oh, that's true. Actually, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's right. I forgot oh. they were tagged together.
1: So yeah. So uh, they lose their AAA tag team titles to FTR. Fun decision. I'm sure FTR was like when they were brought up the opportunity to wrestle in AAA. They're like, oh yeah, let's do it. We we want to. Oh, yeah, we want to wrestle all over the world
0: because they don't really have anything for them to do on AEW right now. So you oh, know, yeah, the makes wrestling. Sense.
1: Yeah, so Tony Schiavone. This I love this, Garrett. I loved loved where this went next. Tony Schiavone is backstage. He confronts FTR. Andrade shows up and hands a hands MJF a check and cash. MJF says this is a one time deal and FTR will be with the team with them only once. Andrade seems confused. I love that they showed Andrade paying MJF to use the tag team of the pinnacle. You
0: know what I love too? The That's little detail. It's so fun, man. I love the was detail that? of MJF. when He's like, check or cash? And he's like, both. Which
1: means he paid him
0: twice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's pretty fucking good.
0: It um, means MJF got double paid for it. But I mean, they did do a really good job of it. little above. bastard.
1: <laughs> and then and then we cut to uh so we've been having these matches and I'm like fuck here we go we're going to get another little fun one John Moxley versus Wheeler Yuta with Orange Cassidy Garrett this was quick Moxley walks to the ring the bell rings he hits him with a flurry of punches takes him down he hits him with a paradigm shift and then pins him for the quick win This match lasted maybe a minute <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like I don't know if, if if time got taken away from this match or if they were just like, nah.
1: I think they were like, this doesn't hurt either. And this kind of only no. really helps build up Moxley right now because if Cause I mean, you just still putting...
0: in that I mean, I don't I don't know what a better better to is be, jobber range of ability in terms of what they've booked him as. So like, you know, it makes sense that you could still take a loss like this and not hurt. Yeah, this um, this,
1: this hit that uh, You know what I think though? Shock value.
0: Orange Cassidy gave a small look toward the way that Moxley went off toward the end of this match. That could be a feud that we have. Give me what I want! (laughs) Give me what I want!
1: Tony Schiavone backstage again having a fun little night. Excuse me. Interviewing Serena Deeb. Looks great. Deeb says the women division has gotten way too comfortable and that is the reason for the attitude change. Then Deeb gets attacked by Hikaru Shida. They go to the bell and CM Punk has a great line. Fantastic head of hair on Serena Deeb, I'll tell you. You got to love to see that, man. They're going to bring Punk back with uh, Festus and uh, shave her head again? (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Um
0: yeah, that's pretty that's good, some, though. That's
1: some long-term storytelling. Again, Punk on commentary has so many little gold, little gold mines that we love to talk about.
0: It's funny because he talked for years about wanting to do commentary in WWE, and he did get a chance to do it at one point, I think, as part of a storyline. But like, yeah, he's actually great as a commentator, and I think he's known that. And you I know think who he wants feels to, to do, do that, that like. and
1: wants to do commentary and gets the opportunity sometimes. And he's soon to be an AEW Mister Kevin Steen.
0: Oh, I would love... Oh, my goodness. Uh, 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 imagine a pay-per-view where it's just them calling the matches. I'd lose my shit with Excalibur doing the play-by-play. Give me it all day. No, no. Jim. <laughs> no, throw Jim Ross on there and, and, stick, and stick Steen on play-by-play because he could pull it off. God damn
1: it. <laughs> all right, it sets up our next match of the Dark Order versus the Super Click. We have Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and Evil Uno. Would have liked to see 10 instead of Uno, but we found out later why it wasn't. Exactly. Dark order gets attacked right away. A fun little match. Again, I, I don't think the super click are capable of having a bad match. So you just know, nope, when you nope, see nope, them.
0: nope. that's incorrect. They are capable of having a bad match. Let's not say that they're going to have a bad match now just to prove us wrong. <laughs> you're, you're right. But I think just the way that they, the
1: way that they have their finger on the pulse of pro wrestling right now, I love it. And again, this was just a fun match. The highlight of this is that everyone's talking about is they did the kiss spot, except it was Silver and Reynolds doing the kiss, and Adam Cole had one of the best reactions you could imagine. And uh, yeah, uh, Super Click picks up the victory. No surprise with that, though.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, they still need to pick up the W. It was just fun. It was a fun little match. I feel like again, it's like they're they're not sure what they want to do with Adam Cole or or uh, the Young Bucks right now. Or even Ken, I mean, they know what they're doing with Kenny a full year, probably, but, or no, that's been announced, but like, um, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, so yeah, it really would, depends. I, it really depends on what they want to go with, like, because they have stuff for them. Yeah, when you can run ridiculous.
1: It doesn't look like they're going to throw him right back in the titles, which is a good decision.
0: a smart move, yeah. Keep that consistency of not being immediately back in. They're Jungle still ranked, like, number one, though, I think, aren't they? Or something like that? Or pretty close I to number one so. in the tag division? Yeah, I'd have
1: to double-check the rankings, but I'm sure after picking up this victory, it's only going to help them.
0: Yeah, um, so they're they're still in there, you know.
1: Jungle Boy hits the ring after the match, attacks Adam Cole. I, I still think... So we went dead for after Adam Cole. I mean, that, again, maybe Adam Cole-Jungle Boy 2 is a dynamite match coming up, or perhaps a, a full gear. I thought cool. they were done. I, I honestly thought they were done with this, but you know, hey, I'm do what you gotta do. Super click runs away, Brandon Cutler's still in the ring, and he gets fucking his head. He gets he gets fucked up.
0: Yeah, uh, he's dead. <laughs> he's not coming back. No more BTE. No more. <laughs> it's dead.
1: And he then died. we get a we get a we get a gauntlet of promos, all right? Oh yeah, that's right. Cody Rhodes is training with Arn Anderson. Orange shows yeah. why Rhodes things needs to change. Towards the end of the video, Cody starts to show the message is getting there. It's kind of the story of this. Um,
0: Can I just say, when they run this back and he wins, it's going to be the biggest heel turn of all time. Like, and he's not going to turn heel, and it's going to be even more heely for that. And I, and I hate that that's how he's going to play this, and it's going to work better than if he actually turned heel.
1: Going, yeah, going from the gun a couple weeks ago to it's the throw- Roman Reigns
0: method, damn it. And I hate betting it. Betting <laughs> Cody
1: shit on fire last week, where Cody was sitting in his living room in a suit, and we were like, God, Cody's more fucked up than we knew. To now, Cody getting his ass whipped in training. I love the training shots, by the way. That was, I'm liking the progression of the story, and it, it culminates uh next this upcoming Dynamite. But but don't but- you
0: think this just adds to the fucking problem that people are having with Cody right now, which is that he's too hot. Like this is a well-produced segment that nobody else would have gotten. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, that's Cody Rhodes, man. Cody is the fucking guy.
1: <sighs> it's just the way it's going to be. There is no, I don't, I don't want to say what it relates to, but this Cody will forever be the guy. That's just going to be the way it is.
0: I get it. He's, he's the one that brought all this together. Well, so actually, Cody will about forever that have that.
1: We're getting Cody versus Black 3. I think it's going to fucking rock the world. Um, we then go to uh, MJF cutting a promo. The Darby Allen is not there for the match. MJF demands the referee comes to the ring. Wardlow comes out. They count to 10. So... <laughs> MJF's a bait in the ass, Garrett. <laughs> That's what I got yeah. out of this. Um Sting appears. Yeah, Sting. Yeah,
0: I was say Gets Sting was the, ranks, the big thing.
1: MJF pushes Wardlow towards Sting. Sting hits him with the baseball bat. MJF runs off and avoids Sting. Is this uh, perhaps a so, little match before Full Gear? Yeah, uh,
0: I, I could see one of two things. I could see Wardlow getting a match on TV against Sting. That'd be kind of cool. I don't know if that's what they'll do. Or I could see um, Sting facing MJF on TV before the match at Full Gear. I, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Fun little way to get MJF back on TV uh, doing his promos in the ring.
0: I'd like to see MJF wrestle on TV, by the way, before the pay-per-view. I think that'd be good for him. But I, he also just had a match with Brian Pillman a little while ago on Grand Slam, so it's not really necessary. But, I mean, yeah, um, maybe I, that's I, how you get Wardlow on TV. If you're planning on having him on on the pay-per-view, maybe that's how you do it is versus Sting.
1: Yeah. And then we get another promo from Anna J where Britt Baker appears. And calls Enaje a loser, and the Dark Order is full of losers. Enaje throws a punch, and they begin fighting. If they were gonna do Enaje versus Britt Baker, should not have had Enaje lose to Penelope Ford or the Bunny a couple weeks ago. That's uh, yeah.
0: This is part. This goes back to what I was talking about. They just don't have enough credible stars in their women's division right now to even and, challenge Britt. And, and w- <laughs> Here's the thing, why wouldn't Jade?
1: Why wouldn't Thunder Rosa?
0: Is Jade number one right now, like in the rankings? Yeah. Like, and, so and, why doesn't she have a title shot?
1: And, like, and why? This is the this is the problem that they're having. So Britt Baker's gonna fucking crush Anna Jay, right? And right. then does that maybe set up Britt versus Tay Conti at the pay per view? Is that possibly? Is that, is that our saving? Is that the match? I'm he didn't have anything back.
0: penciled down for Britt Baker on the notes. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Tony Khan's full guard. Let's talk about that since we're talking about this now because it's kind of relevant. Tony Khan's full guard, full gear card allegedly got leaked. Um, so There's Nothing I, it, too
1: much out of the ordinary, at least. Thank yeah, you.
0: Yeah, it looked like a regular pay-per-view, so it's fine. There was it kind like of looked like all the feuds were going
1: the way that we think right now. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which makes sense. I mean, it makes sense that that's what he'd be looking at. But there were certain people. The only thing that stuck out to me was that he didn't have anything down for a couple of people, namely Britt Baker. He had no idea who she's going to face yet. Um, And that's what I was bringing this up for, because there's just even he acknowledges there's just he's faced everyone that can face Britt has faced Britt, including Thunder Rosa. So it's like
1: yeah, they just need to take it off of her. Yeah, you either need
0: to take it off of her or flip her face. Which, it sucks, because, like, like a, 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 when she last defended her title, we were talking about how it didn't feel like they were taking it off of her anytime soon. Now it doesn't feel that way, you know, because you kind of have to. You have to give somebody that. What This is the problem. You need to give somebody that main event push, but you know it's going to take a little bit of her heat away for losing, you know? So. Yeah. Like, I don't know who you put that on. Is that it? Do you insert? Is this how you use Jade correctly? Maybe. I don't know. Like, Maybe.
1: Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean. Tay Conti could be the way. Who knows? I definitely don't think it's gonna be Anna Jay. Uh at least no. not I mean, Anna Jay was my pick for the TBS title. So maybe, maybe that's what was, makes uh, it
0: such a great maybe that's what we would make it so great. Maybe that's the underdog story you tell.
1: Yeah, the people maybe. want to root
0: for. We then jump
1: into Kiara Hogan versus Penelope Ford. Uh Punk asked any relation. <laughs> Kinda pop <popped> me. Um <laughs>
0: I know he was like, all right someone's gonna say it. And I was looking at it. No, I don't think so.
1: No, I don't think so. Oh no, um, and then
0: they went into all the different Hogan's. I was hoping someone would throw a shout to Chris Hogan from the from the former Patriot, you know what I mean? Fuck it, send it in.
1: Um this is a it was a little match. They 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 actually went to the picture-in-picture. Picture. Um I thought Hogan had a nice sliding drop kick at one point. And then Springboard Stunner by Ford. Ford then bridges Hogan, has the Moodle Lock submission locked. And Kira Hogan taps out. And after the match, Ruby Soho comes out and attacks Penelope Ford. So I'm guessing we're setting that up for either a tournament or perhaps a rampage. Or both. Yeah, or both. We, um, yeah, winner Penelope Ford. We then jump into a promo from Miro. He's just straight up, man. God did not make a mistake and everyone will pay. Atheist Miro arc. um. God did not make a mistake and everyone will pay. Thank you. Thank you for letting Miro be Miro. That's all I got to say about this. (laughs) Just, this is what we need out of him. Tony Schiavone, man. Busy, busy night. He's in the ring to interview hangman, Adam page. We get a lot of cowboy
0: shit. Cowboy shit. Cowboy shit. (laughs)
1: Cowboy <laughs> shit. Um, no, this is this is a fun little promo. It kind of talks about, you know, he left his friends in Japan and Ring of Honor. Things got better. It's time for Hangman to be the world champion. Yeah, it's the Hangman fun. chasing story has gone on for two years.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny because you remember. I mean, it's 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 such a great story too because they sort of won the tag thing. titles together too. You know what I mean, like. Yeah. So it's like it, it's this is like these two guys have been the center of this company for like like more or less for like the last year or maybe longer. I mean, you know, like yeah, so I mean it's, like, people,
1: it's time to we we're ready for that next era of AEW. I don't think if Kenny retains this title, I
0: don't know where they go. Yeah, who do you have facing? I mean, you have to go straight to Danielson at that point.
1: Yeah, whereas if you just let Hangman win it, then you can run Kenny and Danielson back. Doesn't need to be for the title.
0: When there's no title, you can run that as many times as you want. You know, like they
1: can they can run a best of seven. Garrett, send it. Um, Oh, dude, cowboy shit. I mean, that's (laughs) I have I had nothing else written other than cowboy shit. I'm trying to think, but no, um, but no, it was it was a heartfelt promo. That's that's what I do remember.
0: Yeah, it was a good promo. It was it was a Hangman promo. It wasn't like spectacular, but it wasn't That's like you know it was passable.
1: When he's world champion, he's gonna have some fucking awesome stuff. That's all I know. The people want oh, him; yeah. they want to root for him. Our main event: Bobby Fish versus Brian Danielson. Danielson just loves to wrestle, man. He loves yeah. to wrestle.
0: Um, he's gonna wrestle every week, and so is Punk. It seems like on on uh, every week they're gonna get a match with both of them, which is great for selling the shows, but it's also great just for getting them on TV and getting people aware of what your brand is. Because whether they want to admit it or not now, in the same way that WCW, when it rebranded with all those WCW WWF stars, you know, like they didn't really rebrand, but when they re established their roster with a bunch of new talent, it's this is what your talent is, here. and this is the main pool of your talent now. Your homegrown yeah. people are the people that you brought in at the beginning. They're taking a backseat for a little while while you're trying to build up, you know. Um
1: yeah, a couple couple things I want to point out from this. I thought fish getting his Muay Thai kicks were beautiful with Danielson. Um, there was, there was a segment towards the end here. So once Danielson got control and he was punishing Bobby fish's knees, he, mm-hmm. he takes the knee out. Fish gets up quickly and drops Danielson with a avalanche Falcon arrow. Fish yep. then has Danielson in a knee bar. Danielson puts fish in a heel lock from, I don't know where fish taps out. I loved the closing segment of this. <laughs> it was just so much fun.
0: Yeah. Um, and,
1: yep, Danielson with the
0: victory. Are these I two- like that he's winning by submission a lot, too.
1: Yeah, man. It's I'm a submission mark, dude. Like, at the end of the day, I just love a good submission. Bobby Fish, okay. Brian Danielson have been <laughs> – they've been the AEW the past two couple weeks, dude. They're just, they're just wrestling <laughs> –
0: yeah, it's 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 absolutely crazy. Um, so the next thing that happened was we got the world title eliminator tournament co- like uh, reveal. Um, or did we talk about that already? Did we even talk about the tournament? Oh, we're gonna dive into it because we got the reveal on. Yeah, so that's gonna close with. Did we get it on Rampage? I forget what show we got it on. No, nope, anyway. it was
1: it was on uh, Dynamite. Because after the match oh, they announced, sorry, the,
0: saying it starts on Rampage. Never yeah, after the, the, the match they, they announced Friday the bracket and... for the
1: full gear eliminator
0: tournament. All right, so there's some interesting matches on here. Um Yeah, so side
1: one, we have Dark Order's ten versus John Moxley. Which hey I hate to say
0: that. That's probably gonna be a squash, bro. <laughs> it might be,
1: but you know what, at the same time, we, we were saying ten sticks out from the dark order. That's kind of been one absolutely. of our guys the past couple of weeks. Wasn't on TV this week, and I was like, "Damn, I was I was kind of hoping we'd see him in that match." And then we see him announce the Eliminator bracket, and I'm like, "Okay, I, you know what? I can live with this. I can live with this."
0: All right, <laughs> Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. So weirdly, as much as I like, I-, I love Orange Cassidy. I actually feel like they'll probably have Hobbs win here, right? Like, uh, it depends. They they they're
1: very protective.
0: I I don't know. I don't know there. It really depends, because both both could use a win, but does Orange Cassidy need to be in the semifinals? Like, I don't know. Like, the way
1: I'm looking at it right now,
0: the way the booking's going with certain things, I think they're just going
1: to have Moxley versus Cassidy's the bigger match, so that's my guess. Uh, Where, that's
0: true, actually, yeah.
1: Whereas, side two, we got Dustin Rhodes versus Brian Danielson, which will be Dynamite, and then Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. I do not like that matchup.
0: Yeah, that is a, a that is match. a rough matchup. Yeah, they wanted to. I mean, it, it's just to make it believable because you would have to have some of the bigger men in there. I mean, like, I'm surprised no Miro. Um. Yeah. True. I think Miro was surprised there was no Miro too. Um. I can't wait to see who he beats the shit out of because it's going to be awesome. Oh, it's going to be fun. Like, um, dude,
1: like we were saying, man. Really? If it's CM Punk, I'm dude, waiting for I'm someone actually, to just jump CM Punk.
0: That'd be great. I'm actually really excited for Dustin versus Brian Danielson because that is going to be a technical masterpiece. Like, uh, and, and like the only thing that sucks is we know it's just kind of probably building toward Danielson versus Moxley in the main, like in the, in the finals and that match, like, I don't know. It it could go either way. It's Danielson can give everybody, can give anybody a fantastic match and Moxley can have a fantastic match with anybody when he wants to. But I just, you know, I, I wonder if he's not winning the the tournament, will Moxley show up in the same way, you know? Um, yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, you're right. We'll have to see. And the thing is, I, he might be because I don't know that unless – I'm kind of with you in that the That they're going to have Danielson. Sorry. I feel like the only reason so – I was just saying, I don't think – I think the only reason Danielson will win is if they're going with Kenny versus Danielson for the title. Um well, That'd be the only reason why I think they'd be doing that. Because I don't think yeah. as much as I like Danielson versus um Hangman, I don't think you uh, th- there's no good way to book that match because Hangman can't lose the title immediately, and Danielson should probably take it off of Kenny if he's gonna take it off of anybody, you know? Um so Yeah Just just from a from a, a storyline standpoint, like why would you spend all the time on TV building up Danielson versus Omega if you weren't gonna have that be the title That's match if you saw think, the title? Yeah, man. Ah.
1: Uh, it's a weird spot. It's a weird spot right now.
0: That's why I think Moxley probably wins, but then, like you know, I don't know. Like we'll have to see. Um, yeah, we'll have to see. We'll, we'll have this over the next couple of months. So you know. Um, yeah.
1: So um, before we get into next week's cards that we got announced so far, um, overall with Dynamite, man, thumbs up, thumbs down. I'm I'm gonna go thumbs up because I love. I think they bookended the show great. Again, we always talk about this, man. They open with good matches. They close with good matches. The shit in between just has to be all right. When that happens, it yep. just has to be all right. And to me, it was all right. So I get the thumbs up for me. Dynamite gets a thumbs up this week.
0: Yeah, I give it a thumbs up as well. So it means it's an overall thumbs up from us uh, for AEW this week.
1: Yeah, and it, it felt like a felt like a good week of wrestling. Um, so. Yeah. We got stuff for next week. So we got another Friday Night Rampage and Saturday Night Dynamite next week. We got Rampage. We have Pac versus Andrade too. Oh. should be fun. I guess, I'm guessing they're going to open with that and just fucking go nuts. Uh, <laughs> are they going to open with them in the ring again, Garrett?
0: <laughs> I hope I hope not. I actually didn't like that that much. Um, but, um,
1: we have AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament. Orange Cassidy versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, I'm, I mean, hey, I'm with you. I can see this go both ways,
0: easily. I mean, Hobbs winning just because, like, he just took a loss to Punk. and like, But also, Cassidy versus Cassidy. Moxley is the bigger match.
1: Cassidy it's just hey, not I agree. get dealt,
0: man, like, too often. So, I don't know. I know. That's what, that's why I think it'd be interesting. I think that's why they put that match. Like, you could've, they could have done Moxley versus Hobbs and just done a bloodbath. You know what I mean? Like, And then, yeah. you know, it could have just been a really technical match between 10 and Cass or something like that. Like, if they just split the matches or something. Um, and either or would have been fun, you know. But we then, get, yeah, we then get flip our flip them like that, and it makes it a little more interesting for the results. You know what I mean?
1: I'm cool either way. I'm cool either way. We get our bracket you know happens, for the TBS World Championship tournament. I'm actually kind of excited for that. That'll kind of end some of the speculation a little bit.
0: Yeah, I hope we'll that Tony like, Khan has way better ideas than get?
1: me. And I would also like to point out, it's probably important to keep an eye on Dark and Dark Elevation this week because I'm sure that's going to play into who's uh, in this tournament. Oh, absolutely. And then we get the AEW Women's Championship, Dr. Britt Baker versus Anna Jay. I'm sure that's going to main event. Should be mm-hmm. fine. I think we both know the way that's going. Yeah. Um, AEW Dynamite, Cody Rhodes versus Malachi Black 3. Um, I'm sure that's going to either open or close the show. AEW World Title Eliminator Tournament, Brian Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes. You were just saying you're hype for it. So I again Ugh. I think we know the bookend of the show already, and I'm excited yep. for it. Just knowing it. Yep. Um World title eliminated tournament. Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston. The ultimate meh match to me. Neither of these guys are my favorites. And then yeah, it looks like uh looks like that's what we got it's lined up for next week so far.
0: Yeah, so that should be a really fun week of matches, honestly. Like the, the momentum continues and continues. Eventually, it is going to slow down. You know, that's just the way things are. Yeah. But I think but for hey, right keep now. But they're riding this high really through full gear. Exactly. So. All right. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything we wanted to cover. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to add here at the end? Was there anything else that we forgot to talk about or anything else that you want to just throw out there at the end, Charlie?
1: I think I'm all good myself. Um, Saturday um, Night Dynamite, baby.
0: Baby, bay. all right. Um, next, next week, yeah. we'll
1: have our show uploaded on like how we usually do for Saturdays in the sense of we record it Friday. We'll record it Saturday and have it up Sunday next week. So you yeah. guys are getting this Tuesday, but now we know now we got our schedule figured out.
0: Yeah, we well, yeah, this week was just a little weird because like we were going to do it and then I was like all out of whack sleep schedule wise this week. It just didn't end up working. Yeah. Out. So but, now now we got a schedule. Um,
1: we'll be rolling after dynamite. It'll be fun. We'll be talking about how Cody Rhodes just pinned Malachi Black and how the world needs to burn.
0: Um, (laughs) Yep. How the the House of Black needs to take over. Um, But, yeah, no. So, yeah, thank everybody for coming out and listening. Make sure you go ahead, and like I said, if you have not already, make sure you go ahead and follow or subscribe to us on iTunes and or Google Podcasts and or Spotify and or whatever the hell else you're listening to this on, possibly. Seriously, we greatly
1: appreciate it.
0: Yeah, it really does. It helps the show. It gets us out there. It makes people want to potentially sponsor the show eventually. So um, if you want to see the show grow, that's how, how you have to go about doing it. And um, anyway, and uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Bain Duke B-A-N-E-D-U-K-E, and Charlie, your Twitter handle. We
1: are O-Charlie, and that's an X instead of an A.
0: And if you guys are interested like I said I may do I don't think I'm going to start it this week but I may start doing that TNA or impact whatever you want to call it review uh, weekly but it won't be like consistently on a day or anything I'll probably just drop it at some point throughout the week in the feed Um, so just look out for that going forward because I I think I am probably going to do that especially with the Iconics going over there but um, anyway thank you guys so much for listening and uh, we will see you all next time Catch you on the flip side, Vision.